Facts. No negative emotion, cause that's what business is. Always dominate, cause I got five kids. I will not lose, I don't break but bruise. They can talk about me, I can take that abuse. Here is the truth, while they make that excuse. I'll be up grinding, cause the scoreboard's the truth. He is my mentor, like my Yoda dude. He showed me the force like I was a young loser. And yes, my name is Clay Clark. I'm a former USSBA Entrepreneur of the Year, sent here on a mission to get you into a great financial position. And recently I was asked to speak at a wonderful church in Amarillo, Texas. That church is pastored by Pastor Brian and Jesse Gibson. That church is called Victory Church. That church has been around for a long, long time, and I was honored to go out there and speak to the 1,200 some odd people that were there. And I said, no, 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 not, not 1,200 odd People. I'm saying 1,200-ish people, approximately 1,200 people. I didn't speak to 1,200 somewhat odd people. They're great people out there in Amarillo, really, really good people. Uh, but during the, during the talk, uh, we, we turned a lot of the audio into uh, a, a podcast and a radio show, but some of it we just couldn't quite fit onto the show, you know, because the show format, we really try to keep the shows to, you know, about 90 minutes or so. And so, this is the remaining audio from the second sermon where I'm talking about the importance of owning your day, the importance of actually thoughtfully and purposefully designing each and every day. What should happen is every single day, you and I have to take the time out to plan our days. And when we do that, when we get up an hour before the rest of the world and we schedule time for our faith, our family, our finances, our fitness, our friendship, and our fun. When we ask ourselves, what do I want to achieve today in the areas of my faith, my family, my finances, my fitness, my friendship, and my fun, we won't drift. And, and, oh yes, yes, we will actually make progress in each area. And when you make progress every day, what you get as a reward, you get, you get this as a reward for making a small commitment to yourself and doing it. You get confidence. And if you get enough confidence, pretty soon you become a powerful, high-integrity, energetic person. You become a proactive, solution-minded person. But if you get rid of the planning time for most people, for everybody, for me, we become a reactive Mr. Intentions, Mrs. Intentions. We become the kind of people that make goals but never achieve them, and then we get depressed, and pretty soon we begin to settle. And then we begin to settle, we begin to attack others who are, who are achieving, and we begin to blame, and then we end up living in a van down by the river or holding a cardboard sign underneath an overpass somewhere and saying, we'll work for food, but then when somebody asks us if we would actually like a job, we'll turn that job down because we would rather stand and hold a sign for food. I wish those signs were more accurate. I wish it would say, we'll stand and hold a sign for food. But if you're willing to work for food, this show is for you. We're talking about how to own your day. Oh, own your day. In June of 2016, another study reported that the typical smartphone owner interacts with his or her phone an average of 85 interruptions a day. This includes immediately upon waking up just before going to sleep and oftentimes in the middle of the night. So here's my tip for you. I've interviewed millionaires, billionaires, been friends with them. I've grown successful companies and I have yet to meet a single person, not one, not one. I've tried, not one person 
who is enormously successful that does not spend at least an hour a day planning their day before the day? Some of you say, I'm a night owl. Cool. Then do it at night. That's all my bird sounds. This guy's amazing. Okay, so it's really important, though, that we spend time designing our day, isn't it? Because how many of you own a business? How many of you own a business by show of hands? When you get to work, do you not immediately run into chaos? So Lee Cockrell here, Lee Cockrell, he managed Walt Disney World Resorts, 40,000 employees. Could you imagine how many people live in Amarillo? Seven, eight, nine, 500, 50,000, 52, Bueller, Bueller, anybody? Oh, 200,000, 207,000, a lot. Do you realize that a million people a week come to Disney World? That's like five Amarillos every week showing up. And you know what? They have heart attacks at Disney World. They don't just have them here. They have strokes. They have divorces at the park, the happiest place on earth. Hi, everybody. You know, you know Disney, Mickey Mouse, he actually smokes. Hi, everybody. I got to take a smoke break. See you, kids. I'm serious. This is reality. It's not, like, it's not like they're not dealing with real people there. So Lee said he had to spend an hour a day scheduling his day. Does that make sense? Before the day, because when you get to work, the chaos happens, right? Don't we all want to work out and then the chaos happens? Don't we all want to call our parents and be appreciative? Don't we all want to be good friends, family, faith, family, finances, fitness? But we have to schedule. So Lee says, what gets scheduled gets done. And I am very, 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 very certain. Well, I'm at least 80% certain. I'm 74.7% certain that nobody's going to come rendezvous, rendezvous and interview me, interrupt me in my shower when I'm listening to T.D. Jakes. Excuse me, Mr. Pasty Mail. I have a question. No, that doesn't happen when I'm in the shower. That's why I listen to T.D. Jakes. Are you getting this? Are we getting this? But if we don't schedule time, it won't happen. So we could learn all these spiritual concepts, and we could really know, because Pastor Brian, what? Pastor Jesse, what? Pastor David, what? You guys have great teaching. But people do judge us based on what we do, not based on what we intend to do. We have the best teaching in the world at this church. How many people have been going to this church for over five years? By round of applause, who's been going to this church for five years? That's it. We need a little more enthusiasm. A little more enthusiasm. There we go. Nice. So you guys have great teaching, but the world judges us based on what we do. God gives us unconditional love and forgiveness, but in the workplace, no one wants to hear our testimony or be invited to church from the guy who eats all the pretzels. This whole sermon's been about pretzels. I make pretzels. Why do you hate pretzels so much? No, I do. It's an addiction problem. Okay, so Proverbs 14.23 says, All hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. That's in the Bible. The Bible. The Bible? You mean that book that we have? It's in there? Let me read it again. Let me read it in kind of a more of a, a deep, kind of a deity voice. All hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. That's what God said. So we got to get to work and work, 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 work. That's what we got to do. Because if we don't, people are going to go, mm-hmm, okay. That's your new thing you're doing, sure. But people judge us based on the scoreboard. All right? R. 
Rise and grind, but not too early. Do we have any men here or women here who by default, you just love to work? That's your natural thing. That's your natural deal. Anybody just love to work? Anybody? There's like one person has the same problem. Good. You and I could share. We, go to the, we can go to the same therapy together. We're like, we just love to work all the time. Eight days a week if we could. We like it. I like it. It's like, to me, it's fun. But you got to have boundaries, right? So it says here, lazy hands make for poverty, but diligent hands bring wealth. That's Proverbs 10.4. That's great. But it also says in Exodus 20.11, for in six days, the Lord made the heavens and the earth and the sea and all that is in them. But he rested on the... That's why our men's grooming lounge, elephant in the room, is closed. Elephant in the room, our men's grooming lounge, is closed on Sunday. Are you turning down all the prophets? Yes. Why? Because that's in the... People upstairs. Bible. Right? Verbal gymnastics in the morning. Bible. Work it. Right. So... What we have to do is we have to make sure that we observe the Sabbath. We also work six days. Six days? Said God created the earth in how many days? Read the Bible. Just type in six days Bible verses. You'll have some fun with that. God did not say in 1938, God did not say we now must have a 40-hour work week. That's FDR talking to you. Wrestle with the morality of that. But if you want to be enormously successful... You've got to put that work in. God gave Adam the garden and told him to work that thing. I don't know if he said that thing. That might be a newer translation. Adam, work that thing. We've got to work it. Right? That's more like a Missy Elliott reference. I'm sorry about that. Okay, so, okay, okay. We've got to keep focused on sustainable diligence. What does it mean to be sustainable? It's like where you can keep it up. I don't know about you, but I like to just grind. Like, I like to just grind. And then my wife's like, you haven't, you haven't been home in, like, you know, like two weeks. I'm going, it hasn't been that long. It's just 15 days, you know. And I like to, I mean, I'll get into that. Does it make sense? Or some of us, anybody here, like, you, work, you know, you get, you get into working out, and then it becomes your obsession, and then you don't talk to people, and you're just, people are saying, bro, you are jacked, bro. Bro, you're like, absolutely, brother. Absolutely, brother. Oh, yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Or someone gets really spiritual. You burn all your CDs. You unplug the cable. You're running around wearing a robe. And you're like, Proverbs is so good. So Looking all crazy, you know. Proverbs is so good. It's, uh, have you been outside at all? No, it's just awesome. I read it 18 times. And I had a lot of Red Bull, Red Bull, Red Bull. I love Proverbs and Red Bull, Red Bull. You should take a nap, Daryl. You know, right? So we got to have sustainability. Are you getting that? Are we, are somebody, is this helping somebody? Okay. So we got to schedule it. So it says here in Genesis 2.15, the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. Right? It also says here, Proverbs 13, 11, 13, wealth from get rich quick schemes quickly disappears. Wealth from hard work grows over time. A different translation. Dishonest money, dishonest money, Dishonest, one time, repeat that again. Dishonest money dwindles away. Could you repeat that, please? Dishonest money dwindles. This guy's a psychological tick. He keeps saying the same thing. Dishonest money dwindles away, but whoever gathers money little by little makes it grow. 
So if you're out there trying to get rich quick because you're not trying to schedule every day that daily diligence, it's not going to work. Anybody here farm? You ever seen a farm? You've driven by a farm? You till the soil? You sow the seeds? You water? You get a harvest? That's how it is at work. We just got to, the next 90 days, let's beat our boss to work and get up every day and schedule time for your faith, your family, your finances, your fitness, your friendship, and your fun. And the only things that you don't schedule are the only things that won't get done. Now, final big idea, and I'll leave you guys alone. The average American, not the people here, the people at the other churches, no, not those churches. No, it's people who don't go to church. It's heathens. The average heathen, the average satanic worshiper watches TV. The guy with the goat head running around out there in the park, that guy. The average American watches 5.2 hours of TV a day. Write that down, think about it, look it up. Nielsen, 5.2 hours of TV per day. The average American has 90 interruptions on their smartphone, which means the average American has no time for their family because they're on Facebook. The average person has no time to be successful because they're watching TV. We can't be watching CSI Miami. We don't want to watch other people's TV shows. Let's have a life that people want to make TV shows about. Because then, when they watch your Chip and Joanna show, they're going to say, can I pick your brain? And then you say yes. And they say, why are you so successful? And you say, because Christ is my focus. I go to Victory slash River City, whatever we're going to call the church. I go to that church, and you should come with me. And they're going to go, even though I think I don't agree with your religion, I'll go with you because whatever you're doing, I want that. But if we believe in Christ and we deny him with our lifestyle, nobody wants to come to church. Does that make sense? So we got to just, we just got to schedule time for what matters. Now, Billy Graham says this. He says, the highest form of worship is the worship of unselfish Christian service. A synonym for service is work. The highest form of worship is the worship of unselfish Christian service. Final notable quotable. Rick Warren says, Work becomes worship when you dedicate it to God and perform it with an awareness of his presence. Once again, Victory Church, Pastor Brian, Pastor Jesse, thanks for letting me uh, have an opportunity to, to speak about the one thing I know about to your church, and that is work ethic. And if you're out there and you have a work ethic, you're a grinder, um, you're somebody who wants to escape from the norm, you're somebody who wants to exchange ordinary for extraordinary you're, you're somebody who's just tired of being stuck. I would invite you to book your tickets to our next Thrive Time Show workshop. Um, our next workshop is on June 22nd and June 23rd. That's going to go from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. off of the left side, the west coast of the the uh, uh, the Jinx, the, the Arkansas River in beautiful Jinx, America, which is in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, there's a big casino where the largest, the state's largest casino is within, uh, it's like three blocks, four blocks away from our facility. We have a 20,000 square foot facility there where we host our workshops. Also, um, it's within walking distance of great restaurants. There's great barbecue. We have a, co- a company called Burn Co. We have Los Cabos. They have fun music, great food. Uh, we have a great Italian uh, restaurant there with Andalini's where they have wonderful pizza. All of that's available for you. The, the workshops are interactive. We cover, cover everything from branding to sales to marketing to workflow enhancement. Everything is taught during this two-day, 15-hour format. You're going to love it. 
Uh, and uh, I would love to see you there June 22nd and June 23rd. Tickets are filling, are, are being sold fast, so get your tickets today by going to thrivetimeshow.com. Uh, <laughs> easy for me to say. Get your tickets today by going to thrivetimeshow.com and clicking on the conference button. And when you click on the conference button, you shall see where you can buy the tickets. Now, if you want to get free tickets, just give us an objective review on, uh, leave us an objective review on iTunes. So you subscribe to the podcast. Leave us an objective review and email us proof that you did it to info at thrivetimeshow.com and we'll get you those free tickets. And as always, we want to end this show with a boom. So three, two, one, boom. Boom.